0: Welcome everyone to Talk To Me. This is episode number 7. I'm Nagesh, I'm your host and I'm again flying solo this time around. A short episode for you. Uh, This time around the world it's Chinese New Year, so I'd like to wish everybody Happy Chinese New Year and a happy, prosperous, bountiful year of the Ox. Uh, But remember, please keep safe, pandemic's still out there vaccines are rolling out so hopefully everyone gets it soon and now uh, we get back to some semblance of seeing each other on the streets again but until then um, usually this time around the world and this kind of goes to the topic we're going to talk about today uh, this time around the world is when the new year really starts right um, especially where I am in Asia right now when Chinese New Year is done this is when the new year starts in earnest. And why do I say that? Is because most businesses, most economic activities really pick up a gear. And this is also the time where most people who have been looking to shift jobs or move into a new uh, role are sort of finalizing that final details before they actually step into that role. And this is a perfect time to talk about this where your own personal value and aligning that to organizational values. Now, there's a huge benefit of this. One of it is, of course, um, that peace of mind that you get in your own skin, that sincerity of life and the fulfillment that you get by having the place that you spend the most time at and yourself aligned. Now, I've already sort of spiel the, the benefit here, but let's now break it down a little bit and, and talk about this whole thing. And first and foremost, let's talk about values. Now, what are values? And in this case, I'm talking about the noun. Values are principles or standards of behaviors one's judgment of what's important in life. So that's what values are. But why is it important? Now, this gives us a framework, some form of ethics or moral guideline on how we should carry our actions and live. It actually helps us make decisions as we move forward in our lives. Now, this also plays a role to inform somebody else who's interacting with you. Your framework, your ethics, your moral guideline kind of tells the other person what you stand for and your moral compass and how it would be like to actually interact with you or work with you. And these principles actually does guide most of our life's choices, these value systems, these frameworks that we have for ourselves. It does affect what we like and what we completely avoid. And if our values are in sync with our actions, a person can truly be comfortable in their own skin regardless of result the results are usually consequences but what you do how you do and how you feel about what you do if you're comfortable with that you're pretty good now why is it important especially for you to know an organization's value system the benefit you may see right And for organizations, it's basically informing you how it carries out its business and how it interacts with its stakeholders. And stakeholders here is not just shareholders, it's everybody else, the customers, people working in it. How does an organization carry out its business and interacts with them? What guides the decisions that are made by the organization, good or bad, right? And in the current landscape, in this day and age, value-driven organizations with a social cause. These are extremely important uh, for this to be clear, especially its value system, not only in its words, but also in its actions, which leads to its results. And a good example I like to talk about is Tom's Shoes. Uh, They had this whole one-for-one where if you buy a shoe, an impoverished kid somewhere around the world gets a shoe. But that was actually causing issues where it merely gave the shoes, but it never really solved the root cause of the problem. They're impoverished. They can't go to school because they live far away or they don't have money. And Tom Shoes went through this evolution, right, of a value-driven organization until the point where they actually are not just giving shoes, but they are creating this economic uplift in areas that they are involved with, in, from creating new entrepreneurs to work and also then providing for the families who can send the kids to schools with the shoes. So this is really a good value system or example of good value system for an organization, not only in its words, but its actions, and also its results. It does mean the difference between uh, getting funding, customer base, and positive branding for a particular organization based on its value system. And it's also important to note organizations represent the many and not just one individual. There are a lot of people who make up an organizations. So, values in the early days for an organization, now this is usually based on the founders. Um, being in Leadernomics, I, I still have very close interaction with the founders, Roshan and also Hoiming. And it's very clear to see and very clear to hear for people who have been in leadronomics for its 12 years of being around that how in the early days, their sense of relief, their sense of principles, remember, we spoke about personal values, really set the tone of how what leadronomics is supposed to be, how it's going to be, and how it interacts with the wider world. But as an organization matures, and as I said, we've now been around for 12 years, it's a good example here where that value system starts changing a little bit. Yeah, the founder's legacy still would remain, but as it becomes more corporate, more customer-centric, more stakeholder-centric, it morphs and it starts reflecting the new landscape of the people that come in, the people that affect it, how it interacts with everyone else. Yes, it does keep the founder's legacy, but it now changes into something new. And that is important as we go forward in what we're talking about today, how you align your personal value to the organizational's value. Now, before we start going about how do you align yourself to your organization's values, let's talk about the first and foremost important thing, something that you need to find for yourself, and it's a no-brainer here, which is yourself, right? And before saying anything about that, remember this one thing and cut yourself some slack we can't get 100% alignment. That just never happens or hardly ever happens. If it does, I would say that whomever who's got that 100% alignment, you are extremely lucky. But do cut yourself some slack. It's very difficult to get 100% alignment. You want to get as aligned as possible. And also keep this in mind. It's constantly shifting. We already said this before. The organization shifts, but you shift too. And orgs may have its values, but how it's a leadership, it's people interpret it and practice it. Now, that's based on each individual's personal practice and guidance of common understanding. You may see a set of values differently and practice it differently based on your principles. So you see how this interaction is becoming very important. So first and foremost, know yourself. This is really a no-brainer. You need to know your own value systems and your key principles that you stand by. And there's no straight line to this. And it's not defined in a day, in a week, or months. It comes to you from your life itself. Some may take years. Uh, Some may be able to find the answer quickly, but it really does come from experiences, occurrences, actions that you have taken, your day-to-day habit, how you interact with others, how you would like to be seen by others, what's What is the legacy attached to your action? And often it's not the result. Remember, results are consequences of your action. But how you took those actions and how you made someone else feel based on those actions, it's that emotional connection that you create. And this comes from your value system, your principles. All right, and also remember this, it's never static. Our values change as we go through our lives. I'll give you my own personal example. Um, When I was younger, I was very into the entertainment scene. I loved music. I loved acting. So my value system was built around entertaining people. How do I become successful in entertaining others? But that changed, right? It came from that success-driven value system to what it is right now. Right now, I'm driven by how much value I add to somebody else, how much I contribute to somebody else. Their growth, because I know by doing that, I'm actually contributing to myself. So remember, value systems, principles are never static. Now, the key here is to be conscious about it. Be conscious that it's never a straight line and it never stays static. And how can you start being conscious about it? Here are some questions that I'm going to give you. Remember these questions, pen them down if you can, because they really help you be conscious and center yourself as you think about your values. Question number one, why do we do things the way we do it? So whenever you take an action, yeah, sure, not during the time, like example, while you're driving, don't don't go into this mind space itself. But maybe after you take an action, take some time to stop and say, okay, why did I do that thing the way I did? Like, why did I fix that thing or go through the process of fixing this particular picture on the wall, the way that I pictured it? Um, Why did I speak to this person in this manner? Think about that for a while. It's not for you to reach a conclusion, but just think about why did you do it the way that you did? That's question number one. Question number two, what did you not like doing? So in your life, what do you not like doing? Um, and think about why don't you like doing that thing? Is it because it's hard work? It's tedious? It's difficult? Or is it because in every fiber of your being, you just cannot see yourself or imagine yourself doing that thing? Now, if it's the first thing. if you, Let's say you don't like something because it's hard, it's tedious, it's difficult. That's more so because it's something different, something you've not learned or mastered, and it's something you probably got to practice a bit more and you'll get it. But if it's something that really shakes your foundation and makes you feel so uncomfortable, listen to yourself. That's probably something you really don't want to do. So that's question number two. Question number three, how would you like others to experience you? Remember, we don't live in this world alone. We are born bred social beings, human beings are such. So we live with others. So it's also important to think, how would you like others to experience you? Not perceive you, but experience you. What are the moments of emotion you like to create in them? Think about that. So that's question number three. Number four, what aspects of you that has been received sincerely by others? So when you do something, people say, look, I, I really can see the sincerity in you. I can really see the sincerity in the things that you're saying. I can see why you believe that. I can see why you stand by it. And on the flip side, also think about what do you find people having resistance to you? And they say that, look, I think you that's not something for you. You really look uncomfortable doing that thing. What are those things? So remember, question number four is, what do people perceive as you being sincere and what do people perceive as you being untruthful? There are good mirrors. They can tell you that. And the last question here that you ask yourself to be conscious about what your value systems are, that's question number five, is what actually gives you the most joy, the most purest joy, If anything, your principles, when you do it, gives you the purest joy. And purest joy doesn't mean you're going to jump up to the sky. Purest joy makes you feel very settled within yourself. So what gives you that purest joy? So now remember these five questions and keep asking yourself these five questions all the time because it helps you re-anchor and find out what are your own personal value system. So identify it clearly, not as a thing, material, or results of an actions. Uh, People say a word or a name has power. So a clear representation of what this value is has real power to anchor. So remember, it's not value like a thing, like you're making money, that kind of thing. That's a result. If you say like, I like making money, that's not a value. That's a result you expect from a value or an action. A value can be like, hey, I like to be, I'm someone who really values productivity and is result driven. Now that's a value because value sets you up to do actions that give you results. So imagine that if you're a productive person and is result driven, you will take actions that circle around that. You do not like to waste time. You like to do things efficiently. You like to get results. And those results, in this case, can help you make money. And it can set you up for other things as well. It can help you create a new business. Uh, It can help you be successful with your team. It can help you be a good production manager. So values give you the options to take actions to create different results. Now, Make a connection to your most recent self and what has been happening around you. That's one way to actually identify what's your value system at that time, usually in the past six months. And this rationalizes your discovery. Don't think back to like 10 years ago or 20 years ago, things would have changed quite a bit. So rationalize what's what's happened in your most recent life to sort of understand what your current value system is. If you don't know what your values are, it doesn't mean that you don't know It just means that you just haven't explored it and identified it yet. So remember those five questions that we talked about just before. And this is also how you build direction for yourself. Now, once again, always be aware that this can change and will change. And usually it's not by much, but if you're clear with your beginning, you will see small shifts, but there's a core principle that stays. All right. So remember these things. And this is the first fundamental, which is knowing yourself. Now, let's now talk about how do you align yourself to an organization? And like I said, there's no 100% in this, but let's look at this in percentages. And this is like your first 30%. And when this is like that first time you're going to start with an organization from the day that you come in for an interview and think of it like picking a life partner, right? Um, if it really does not match, don't try to force fit it you will end up just hurting both parties, right? So it's important to think about it in that way. So you're, after all, you're going to spend most of your waking days and most of your life, your years of working in this place. So it's important for you to actually feel a match there, okay? Um, So let's start looking at this. On that first interaction, like example, if you like this company and you want to apply for this company, Don't just blindly apply. Do some research. Do some research before stepping in the door. Uh, Don't blindly reach out just someone is headhunting you or you got a recommendation. Uh, Don't just jump because the pay is better. You know, this is not the same value we're talking about. Remember, it's not value for the result. It is value that really anchors principles. So also don't just decide based on what's written on the website. That's just merely an indicator. Uh, It may and may not be a reality. Before you pick a company or before you pick an organization, I would recommend find out the ground level itself. Friends or contacts who've been there, um, online portals like LinkedIn, Facebook, or Glassdoor, read up on the company on not just what it has been doing but how it has been conducting its business so it's two different things doing means results conducting its business means what are the values it shows when it deals with stakeholders we spoke about that now how are the top leadership like what are their value systems where they've been and what they've done in other companies that they've been beyond that beyond the leadership that the board members as well it's good to understand how they are like does the company's business align with what? you like to be involved with? If the company makes shoes, is that something you like to be involved with? If no, then find something else. If yes, then sure, go for it. Is what that's written in the JD, the job description, aligned with your values as well? So it may be a descriptive, but that is a good indicator to tell you whether you feel right about it. These are the actions that you will take actually day by day. That's your job. You're going to be doing it. You're going to be applying your values to it. So you need to be comfortable doing that. Now, that's the first step. And you're going to go into interviews. So when you go into interviews, remember, pay attention to the nuances. How people speak, how people carry themselves around you. Not just the interviewee or the interviewer, sorry, uh, but everyone around you, right? Right? the words they use, questions that they ask you, which reveals answers that are important to them, right? Because they want those answers. They ask you those questions, whether they include you or they are prescribing it to you. That tells you the kind of culture that is there as well. Now take a chance to also ask questions as well. An interview is not a one-way street. It's a two-way conversation, So you need to validate what you have researched as well. You need to ask those questions. But keep in mind, when you ask those questions, it's an opportunity for the other person as well to know you a bit better. Because if they are asking the question, you may be a little guarded. You may be answering as a prepared answer. But when you are asking a question, that's a sincere you asking a question, right? Now, once that process is done, the interview doesn't really stop there. Find out more, right? Uh, find out about the people that you'll potentially work with um, directly or indirectly. Then find out about the person you will potentially be reporting to because this is going to be an important part of your life, right? And that's the interview process itself. So the interview process but this, and this first research that you do before you step into an organization, that's like the first 30% of aligning your values to the organization. Now, here comes the next 30%. This is when you are in, and people make the mistake that, hey, I did my research. I went for the interview. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, my value should match up to this company. Big mistake. The first day you join is the first day you're walking through the door. Talk to anybody is who's married, who's married, right? Um, you learn more once you get into the marriage because circumstances changes. You've gone from courting to now you are officially and properly in a relationship, which is binding. Those things do change. So here's where you need to spend time also finding out now that you're in, how can you align yourself better to the company and its values? You need to build it, right? It takes time to morph into it, to get used to that, to actually work within that. And don't expect everything to happen like from day one itself. It takes time, right? I've mentioned before. You're an individual after all, and- By most standards, individuals do take time to get uh, adapt to the environment and the people that they're in. And you should be able to apply it without making you feel out of your skin. And that's important. That sets the tone for what's going to happen next. Once again, be conscious of your actions to find out. That means there's a wealth of information ready for you when you join a company. Onboarding, trainings, those kind of things are all prepared for most employees. But how many of us can actually say that when we get in, We actually take the time to actually maximize all these things that are there. Not many can. And I I say I'm guilty of this as well. Most of us just jump jump straight into business as usual. So do do this. Do find out this information and do this next step pretty much as well. Remember, we spoke about how you find out about people you work with directly, indirectly, uh, the people you report to. There's something in mentorship and in the mentoring and coaching culture, which is you don't only learn from the person that you work with or the person that you report to. You also try to find out from the person that they report to as well and the people that they may report to as well. And the reason behind it is not to narc, it's not to be a busybody, but it gives you the perspective of what these leaders are expecting of your leader so that you know how to match yourself better or your value system better to what needs to be done for your group or department, right? Don't forget the people you work with and the people that they work with as well, apply the same thing. So you get to understand their value system, you get to understand their principles and how they are applying it to the organization and how you can do so at the same time. So we've sort of covered now 60% of it, which is understanding the organizational values. Understanding is one part of it. Nothing happens without action. We did say that a lot of things are results of actions. So results to appear, you need to take actions based on the things that you've understood. So do anchor on goals and take action. That's the big piece here. That's a 40% piece here. Knowing is one thing, but practicing is another. It is key to anchor your personal values as well as your appreciation and understanding of organizational values to your own goals. And this will start telling you not just the results you want to achieve, it now informs you how do you want to uh, achieve those results. And a good example here is how some organizations have personal development plans. They're there to tell you, okay, here's a goal, whether it's your primary goal, your stretch goal, something just out of the blue that you want to do. But it also tells you how do you want to achieve those goals? Those are important. How do you want to achieve those goals? Those are based on your value. And that actually becomes like a rudder for you. It's a constant reminder and a rudder for you as you sail and steer through that ship, which is your career within the organization, right? And once you have a plan, act on it. Once you put, pen down the plan, act on that plan. You're probably going to end up doing something wrong sometimes. And that is completely fine. Treat that as a learning. Every bit teaches you how to do it better the next time. And it teaches you, okay, is my value system changing as I go through this whole thing? And more often than not, when someone feels directionless or says that they lack job satisfaction, it is because the actions don't line up with their goal. It creates an internal conflict. But if every step of the way, you feel clear on the actions that you're going to take, why are you taking it, um, things that you may or may not achieve. You're already applying your values to your work and to your organizational values. Even though the results for your organization does matter and does give you some sort of a metric to tell you, am I doing good or not? Take it this way. Results will come. As you match yourself to your value, you be sincere. You will sincerely apply yourself to what you're doing. It will show in results. And this harmony, it creates an emotional and mental state that is in sync with the surrounding that you're in. And in this case, your organization, that is where personal excellence is born from. Also, if you continue to practice what we spoke about previously with your supervisors, their supervisors, their peers, subordinates, you add one more key ingredient into the mix external validation and support because they see how you're applying yourself, your principles to the organization and to them as well, understanding what they feel important, what they feel sincerely about. They validate your sincerity. So keep all this in mind as you move forward. And as we sort of wrap up what we're talking about here today, which is aligning your personal value to organizational value, Remember what we spoke about. And I sort of want to leave you with this um, three-pointer from Elizabeth Smithberg. She's a life coach and the founder of uh, Stone Coaching. First thing, take the time to identify your personal call values. We spoke about this. Second thing, familiarize yourself with your organization's values. And organization's values sets the tone for the workplace culture and pinpoint what the company cares about and create an action plan if your personal values are misaligned with the organization values either choose to work in an environment with greater alignment or see the disconnect as an opportunity to further develop into your own leadership and help the company evolve so i hope this helped you guys uh, even though it's a verbatim for me, I hope uh, this experience actually, this is real life experience that I had, helps you gives you a perspective as you move into a new possible career as the new year starts, or if you're still where you are but you sort of want to gain or garner more value from that environment you're in, start thinking about your own values, your principles. Ask those key questions that we explored. How can you find alignment to your organizational values which will help you contribute sincerely and the results will come this has been talk to me episode 7 talk to me is brought to you by nicole if you want to find out more self-direct your learning guide your learning and get access to countless experts who have been contributing who will be on talk to me soon enough do go on and check out nicole.app Take care everybody, we'll catch you in the next episode.